Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Moe here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Mandy McGowan, Director of Home-Based Care Programs for UW Health Care Direct. Mandy, thank you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure. So we're going to be discussing the Home-Based Hospital Care Program, which uh, got started in, in July. Mandy, can you just get us started with an overview on that program? Absolutely. So home-based hospital care is exactly what it sounds like. We are doing inpatient acute care, but instead of having a patient in a bed in a brick and mortar hospital building, we are bringing that care to them at home. So they're able to be at home and have all of the inpatient services that they get at the hospital come to them. I see. So uh, why launch this now? Well, this type of care has actually been in existence since the mid-1990s. So this is not brand new. We don't get to take credit for it by any means. Um, What is different is since the public health emergency, uh, Medicare at the federal level has really recognized this type of care and seen the value of uh, this type of care being covered uh, by Medicare and Medicaid. And so once the federal level started to see it as something that could be done pretty regularly um, and with great outcomes, they provided a waiver for hospitals to apply to, interview for, and be granted in order to do this inpatient care at home. So we at UW Health have been working on this program for about two years, building the team, building all of the workflows creating a program so that we can provide safe care for patients in their home. Excellent. And can you talk about what kind of patients um, this program is really meant to uh, to serve and how you know patients will be identified for that program? So the patients that are really a great fit for this program are patients that need inpatient care. So these are inpatients who would normally be, as I said, in a bed in a brick and mortar hospital but obviously it's not for everyone. So first and foremost, this is voluntary. Patients need to agree to have their care transferred to the home environment. And then patients that have this type of care are typically those that have something like an exacerbation of their chronic obstructive pulmonary disease or their congestive heart failure um, and need closer monitoring in the hospital or patients who have an infection, either a pneumonia, lung infection, or an infection, say, in a leg or an arm that requires close monitoring and IV antibiotics and perhaps some wound care. Um, So the patients that aren't included in a program like this are, of course, those that need a surgery or need intensive monitoring in the form of telemetry or blood products, things like that that are a little more intensive um, that we wouldn't be able to bring to the home. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And then going forward with this program, what kind of impacts or improvements to patient care is UW Health hoping to see? First and foremost, patient experience. So already since we launched our program in July, we have had fantastic feedback from patients. They are so happy to be home, surrounded by their loved ones, surrounded by their pets, um, and be able to receive this type of care. So patient experience is first and foremost, number one. 
In addition, there are better outcomes for care like this. So most importantly, patients are sleeping better when they're at home, they're on their own schedule. Uh, less risk for hospital acquired, in, uh, excuse me, hospital acquired infections and greater mobility. So patients who are in a brick and mortar hospital are, are kind of at the mercy of the schedule of the folks around them. And so even in something as simple as getting up and getting out of bed and moving needs to be coordinated with others. When they're at home, they're in their home environment, they're safe, they're comfortable, and they're moving around, which means less need for um, having to transfer to a skilled nursing facility to rehab after a hospital stay. Um, and then there are other outcomes as well, uh, such as uh, uh, positive impact on, um, you know, if we can take patients home, we're able to free up beds in the hospital that can be filled by higher acuity patients. So patients that really need those procedures, those surgeries, that really close monitoring in a hospital environment. I see. So for a patient who's taking part in this program, what's that experience like? I know the announcement mentioned that um, physicians and other care providers would be stopping by their home to check in and, and perform um, some some care for them. Yeah, maybe just walk through a, a day for someone who's who's in the program. Absolutely. So first and foremost, their day starts with a tablet. It's a cellular enabled tablet that we provide to them so they don't have to have Wi-Fi at home. And they check in with our care team via tablet. We ask them on that tablet, how was your night? How was your sleep? How are you doing? What are your goals for today? Then our nurses that read that information feed that into our schedule for the day. A nurse then goes out to the home, assesses the patient, talks with them about their night, talks with them about what their uh, goals are for the day, draws any blood work, does any kind of wound care, those hands-on skills, and then coordinates with the physician. Then the physician goes to the home and makes a visit and does that head to toe assessment of the patient, talks with the patient about their condition, what uh, treatments are needed to help move that patient to hospital discharge. In the middle of the day, we have uh, what's called uh, interdisciplinary team rounding where the whole team gets together, talks about each patient, what's gonna be necessary for them to be able to progress to discharge. Also during the day, if the patient requires it, there will be home PT visits, physical therapy, home occupational therapy visits, speech therapy visits, wound specialty visits. So all of those can come to the home and provide services to the patient. There are other specialists that are available to the patient via video visits. So on that tablet that they have, they can not only see their schedule for the day, they can see their medications, they can also see who else is coming to see them or who they need to connect with via video. So say, a patient needs a, an infectious disease consultation. They're going to connect with their infectious disease specialist via a video visit from that tablet from their home and have that bedside consultation in the home. After that, a nurse goes for a second visit per day, checks in with the patient, does all of the uh, head-to-toe assessment again, and then finally before bed, they'll get a tuck-in call from our nurse. So checking in, how are they feeling? Are they prepared for the night? Is there anything else that we can do for them? So each patient gets two in-home visits per day from the nurse, one in-home visit per day from the physician, and those are minimums, so at least. And then in addition, those kind of check-in calls in the morning and check-in at night. Gotcha. Quite a few different uh, points of contact there. Yes. And if they would need something like an x-ray or blood drawn, we also have staff that go to the home to perform those services for them as well. 
Okay. So I know the program announcement um, mentioned that it's going to be starting with um, just a handful of adult patients, but that it um, could expand to include more than 300 patients per year starting in 2024. Is this year being seen as sort of like a pilot for the effort and what needs to happen in the coming months to really ramp up the numbers uh, for next year? Yeah, um, I wouldn't say pilot. I would say a starting point. Okay. So because this care is so complex and so much work needs to go into bringing these services to the home, we're taking the first year to really build our foundation. So build our care team, build all of our workflows, make sure that everything's working really well um, for the patients before we think about really expanding to larger numbers. So in this first year, um, we are going to do a lot of learning, pivoting, <laughs> evaluating, plan, do, check, act. Um, and make sure that we've got all of our foundation uh, solid. And then we'll be able to expand, add to our care team, which then means that we can add more patients as well. Sure. Sounds great. Well, mm -hmm. best of luck with those efforts, Mandy. And uh, before we wrap up here, I wanted to just see if you had any final thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners, anything we haven't uh, gone over yet. I think the most important thing about any care that's done in the home is that First and foremost, we are a guest in their home. It's very different than any other healthcare experience. So we are there as a guest. We have the privilege of being in their environment, and then we're there to be of service. So I think that the, you can't overemphasize that. The impact on a patient to have you come into their world and see um, how they really live their life, and the impact on the care team is extraordinary. And that's the feedback we've heard already in our first eight weeks from both our patients and our providers. Thank you, Mandy, so much for sharing your perspective and some insights on what a day in the life is like for a patient in this program and uh, some of the goals going forward. Thank you again so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. You've been listening to WIS Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.